I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? You know what I call this? You, you no. haven't listened to the... Yeah, yeah you no, haven't got to listen to the uh, my podcast that I put out earlier, but... It's called Check Down with Chase. Check Down with it's Chase. It's PSO presents Check Down with Chase. Chasey Check Down? No. No. What's wrong with Chasey Check Down? Check Down with Chase sounds better. Chasey Check Down. That's your name. No. Chasey's not my name. Welcome to welcome to, welcome to Check Down with Chase. I'm Chasey Check Down. Listen, is it Check Down with Chase or is it Check Down with Caleb? Oh, listen. All right, the, fine. The, I get to come up with this. You asked me to be this on the pod. Can I talk project. or not? Okay. Mr. Kroll, I'm sorry uh. that you're going to be listening to me and Caleb yell at each other, but... I guess we're going to post this on PSO, too. That's what we decided to. So mm. it's going to come out. So I might as well plug PSO Sports 1, Twitter, Instagram. That's how you follow us. Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Events might be happening here soon. Yeah. So use the SeatGeek link. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Also, I had a solo pod. We got dogs going nuts. Dance with the dogs in the nighttime. Dance with the dogs in the nighttime. Dance with were. the dogs in the nighttime. Sorry for the little interruption there, but yeah, check out my first ever OnlyFans pod, uh, <laughs> by myself pod that I, I put out or am going to be putting out probably this week. What the fuck? Did, does that sound weird to you? What? That I'm saying that I'm putting out a pod? Do you know? Because usually- When yeah. do you get it out, you know? Yeah. No schedule. Yeah, no schedule. No schedule at all. But yeah, so this pod- Something that I had to come up with, and I was thinking about it. There's been a lot of times that we've been wrong here on PSL. <laughs> a lot of times. You know, Yeah. a few. Saying Melo is going to be an all-star. And was it Houston or OKC? I think it's Houston. Uh, you know, it might fell been, flat. Uh, pretty flat. Fell flat. Yeah. Flat as a soda that's been open for seven weeks. Yeah. But, so I got to thinking, I'm like, what other misses have we had? Whatever notorious misses have we had that weren't registered on PSO? 
So I thought about it. I'm like, that would be cool to see a top 10 list of guys that me and Caleb both loved, and they just fell apart. Either a guy that was good out of college and fell off, or a guy that was good one year and then didn't live up to the hype. This is top 10 what-ifs of PSO. I guess I've checked down with Chase, but (laughs) I'm confusing everybody. But, yeah, you get the point. So, Caleb, you're the guest here on my podcast. So, would you lead us off with your number 10? All right. So, I, I we talked about this a little. I didn't really know how to rank mine. Yeah, rankings was hard for it. So, I kind of just, I kind of, it's kind of personal for me. That's like, how I ranked it. Like, who let me down the most? Yeah, that's how I did it, too. So, we're good. Okay. So, number 10. I have Robert Griffin III. Ooh, I like that one. I have a number 10 because I feel like I'm not alone in this. No, definitely not. He let everyone down. Especially in Washington. Uh, you know, had the playoff run. I'm See, I have this thing, and you know this, where I, I fall in love with these quarterbacks out of college, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm just, I just tunnel vision on their success, yeah. and sometimes it doesn't happen. And there's a few of them on this list. Oh, yeah. I got a couple, too. And, you know, it, it was going good for RG3, you know? And then he blew up his knee. Yeah. And, the season uh, blew up at the same time, too. And uh, that, was, that, was, that was it for him. But uh, won Such the Heisman, fresh out of Baylor, you know? Slung it up in college. Comes to the league. What did they go, 8-8? Eight and eight? They made the playoffs, right? Yeah. They Blows started. up his knee, and that was it, dude. He had a yeah. couple backup jobs. I think he's still floating around. I don't know. Uh, was he on yeah. the Ravens last year? Yeah, he's, I, think I think so. He's still the backup. So he did it, pretty good as a yeah. backup too. Yeah, I think that might be his role for. And then, well, you got him. They tried to have him sit in the pocket after he got hurt, and no. that's just not what you do with those guys. Kind of, kind of the same thing that happened with Kaepernick, except can't Kaepernick teach, didn't get hurt. Can't teach a pig to fly, you know. Yeah, and you know, you, you got to let the uh, the athlete run, and he he. Ended up being terrified. Oh, yeah. Uh, terrified of being hit again and losing his knee. I guess he's still around, but he definitely let me down. He's got a personal connection to St. Louis, too, because we could have took him. Remember, we traded in that draft. Traded oh, yeah. Down. We traded like... Robert Quinn? Isn't that the dra- Robert Quinn draft? Uh, Wasn't it Greg Robinson? Greg Robinson, that's it. We took uh, yeah, all offensive tackle. All, just so you guys know, all those players sucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. Pretty sure every single – all that whole load that the Rams got, I'm pretty sure there was, was not, uh, not a ton of guys there. It turned into the L.A. Rams is what happened to it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what it led much. to. But I like that one. Yeah. I like, so, like, my point of my list, too, is I wanted to make sure that – I know there's a couple that me and you got just because yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, we're yeah, fans yeah, of. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I want to throw a couple out there. Just – you talked about personal connection. Number 10, Mamadou and Daye. Do you have an uh, honorable mention? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. Look at this. You should be in charge of this podcast. But I do have two honorable mentions before my number 10. Uh, one of them, Stephen Wright. Do you even know who that is? The pitcher? The pitcher out of that plays for the Red Sox. Okay. Stephen Wright was is currently the last knuckleball pitcher in the entire major league system besides like minor leagues and stuff like that. He's the last knuckleballer. So I was really like, holy shit, like, this guy needs to be good. And guess what? 2013, he was good. He made an all-star appearance. Did you know that? He was a great starter. I did not know that. He was, I think he was 16-9. and nine. He was, His knuckleball was mean, too. It wasn't like R.A. Dickey's where R.A. Dickey beat you with that speed. It's like you're throwing a wiffle ball. How the fuck did R.A. Dickey <laughs> throw up? I don't can, know, bro. You can cuss, too, by the way. He, he's fine with cussing. But I don't understand how Ari Dickey could throw an 80-mile-an-hour knuckleball. But Steve Wright had that old-school 
Tim Wakefield knuckleball with just a little more on it. He had the lowest uh, miles per hour per hit off his pitches, and it was like insane. It was like he was at 79 miles an hour, and the second like highest was like 88. It was like just a huge gap between Stephen Wright and the rest of the league. He was an all-star, and then he played in an interleague game, yeah. slid back. He got on first base. Don't know how the fuck that happened because Stephen Wright <laughs> – He's a 35-year-old with a beer gut. But he got on first base. They tried picking him off. He slides back, and he fucks his shoulder up. So bad that he missed an entire season. And then the next season comes out. And in the offseason, Stephen Wright has a domestic abuse. Gets suspended. 80 games, I think. 80 games. And then he gets busted with PEDs. PEDs for a knuckleball guy. This guy. I mean, he's probably. What am I doing, Stephen Wright? He definitely probably used it as like a, you know, just trying to rehab injury. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Maybe but, he was trying to grow some extra hair on his head. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. It, could be anything. it might have been Bosley. We don't know. Exactly. That might, that's probably banned in MLB nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, Stephen Wright was one of my honorable mentions. Another honorable mention, I hope you know, Troy Smith. Remember him? Mm. Heisman winner. Troy Smith, quarterback? Mm. No. The only reason I have a personal connection to Troy Smith is. He became the starting quarterback for the 49ers when Singletary was the coach. And it was like the only time that they ended up winning games. And he had one game where I think he got player of the week. He had like two touchdowns, one pick, 190 yards, like ran a shit ton. He looked great. And I was in love with him. And I stuck with him even after he got benched for, I think it was Sean Smith, if you remember that fucking no. name. No, no, no. He got benched. His brother, Sean? No. Oh. No, no, definitely not. Cousin. Goofy-looking white guy. Nephew. Sean Hill. Sean Hill, that's Oh, I know Sean Hill. Sean Hill, yeah. 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 He got benched for that guy who is notoriously known for being a backup and not being a good quarterback. But yeah, Troy Smith. I think he was one of the lowest drafted Heisman winners, too. He went in like the sixth round. Holy shit. Yeah, Troy Smith dropped in the draft. Uh, I should have looked up a little more stats on him, but he was an honorable mention, so... That was my two honorable mentions. My number 10 is Mamadou Ndaye out of UC Irvine. You remember him? Of course. Mamadou Ndaye. I, I don't know if you the know The Taco this. Fall before Taco Fall. You know how much I love those <laughs> tall dudes. I love them. I followed Mamadou Ndaye from his freshman year of high school until he got into college. I was so pumped when he got to a D1 school. So I felt like I knew this kid. Just so you know, if you're out there and you're seven feet tall and you play Division One basketball, you have a fan. You got to be you have seven, seven four and taller. You have a fan. Just yeah. so you know, definitely, always. But Mamadou went out for UC Irvine, and I watched him just like I did Taco. I was more pumped about Mamadou than I was Taco because in four years at UC Irvine, I saw the development. He had a post hook. I think he worked with Hakeem in an off season, which that I don't understand why that's a thing. Send him to Hakeem for one offseason and see if this really tall, unathletic dude can be just like him. You should have kept working with him. Start doing the dream shake or some shit. Hey, man. But UC Irvin ended up making a tournament run his senior year, and he lost to Patino, I think. Yeah, he lost to Patino in Louisville. I think mm. they won the title Patino that year. Patino in the brothel club. They, oh, my God. <laughs> Rick Patino should be on this fucking list, too. God damn. Yeah, out of anybody that could get called prostitutes, you know it's got to be Patino. Like, look at that guy. He looks like something on Miami Vice, like, post-cocaine years. But 
Mamadou, and they almost beat Louisville in that first round. I don't know if you remember that, but they I lost. Not, they no. lost by like four, and it was you know the it was only four points because they had the free throws and shit at the end. But Mamadou and Daye then got a workout in uh, for the Warriors, and I was pumped. I'm like, shit, Mamadou's gonna be in the summer league. Let's go. Let's see this. Let's see this go to work because he was posting a bunch of videos where he's working on his hook shot. He was hitting jump shots. He was looking good. Summer League comes around. Guess how many minutes that Mamadou played? Oh, he played one. One minute. You know to what gar- it was? Yeah, to guard an inbound. fucking inbound. <laughs> yeah, you told me I this. watched every single <laughs> Warrior Summer League looking at all these guys. Jared Sollinger for his 17th team or some shit. Jesus, he, Jared I, I'm just guessing. I don't even know Celtics if he was on that team. Jared Sollinger. He was Good probably Lord. on there, though. But Mamadou comes out for one fucking minute to guard an inbound pass. <laughs> and guess what? He didn't even get an overseas contract. He's done. He does nothing. What's he doing now? I don't know. Picking apples? I guess. He ain't doing shit. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's my number 10 is Mamadou. So. You want to go nine or you want me to go nine? You can go nine. I All feel right. like I've been talking for 30 I'll minutes. go nine. My nine is very underwhelming. You might not even know who this is. Cameron Payne. You know this guy? Uh, Point guard yeah. out of Missouri, uh, Murray State. Okay. Okay. I got well, this I, thing. I also like college quarterbacks. I got this thing for lefty shooters. I'm like Brandon Jennings and shit. I, I like lefty shooters. Brandon Brandon or Cameron Payne was a lefty. He went to I also like the mid major guys. Mm-hmm. Murray State. He averaged twenty his the year before he came out, so he's a sophomore. Averaged twenty. I think they went to the tournament. He averaged eighteen and a half throughout uh, his entire college career. Sounds Not much substance good. to this one. I just thought he was gonna be good. I saw him on on draft boards. I'm like, he's a lefty point guard? Like, this guy's going to own. You know, that shit happens all the time, too. Like, I mean. You know what he averages in his NBA career? Hmm. Six points. Damn. Is and he still in the league, though? You, uh, I think he's mostly D-League. He, 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 it does say he played last year. He nice. has not played this season, though. Okay. Not played this season. He did play last. It says nine games last year. What was your ceiling for him? What did you think? You think you can I, you make know, an all-star team? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, lefties can do anything. That's right. They are. They look good at everything they do. Uh, like I said, a little bit underwhelming. Cameron Payne, uh, Murray State guy. I don't know why. I just I, I liked him. Sometimes, yeah. There's those guys, those random dudes that we fall in love. Yeah. I love Mimim Okur. You remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking yeah, yeah, love yeah, Mimim yeah, Okur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was before his time. He's not on my list, though. <laughs> I, don't, I always lose my train of thought, but... You got anything else on Cameron Payne? No, I got nothing. I want to move on from him. <laughs> I just I, I just felt the need to get that off my chest. My number nine is a guy that NBA scouts and college scouts really liked. I wasn't 100% sold on him, but I liked him enough to where I thought he was going to be better than what he had happened to him. Mm-hmm. My number nine is Hashim Thabit. Oh, shit. You know Hashim. Yeah. Everybody knows Hashim. I thought about putting him on the list, but... Is, I, when he came out, he was just this big, slow dude. So I remember slow. him being good in college, but I don't know, man. It wasn't he number two pick. Number two pick after Blake Griffin. Guess what else? He's no, the, or John Wall. Who was that in, draft? Uh, that draft was Curry, Griffin, and Harden were so all in that fucking. So it was draft. Blake Griffin that was number yeah. one pick. Yeah, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of talent in that draft. Yeah, and Hashim Thabit went too. Also, Hashim Thabit is known for being the only. Top three pick to get sent to the D League. Straight away. D League back then, G League now. Straight away. Did he, Straight how many away? games did he play in the league? Memphis? I didn't look that up. <laughs> I don't. It, it was very. Me- oh, wait. Um. Yeah, no, I didn't look it up. But 
some stats for Hashim coming out of college, UConn, UConn guy. He was a two-time defensive player of the year. He averaged 13 and 10 his junior year. NBA draft net, which is pretty good about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave him a 97 overall out of 100. Oh, my God. For draft prospect-wise. 97 overall. Talk about a whiffsky. Also, another draft analysis guy on that website said, quote, he has as much upside as anybody in this entire draft. <laughs> a draft that had Steph Curry, maybe the greatest shooter of all time, Blake Griffin, refined his career, one of the greatest dunkers of all time, one of the most gifted athletes, and then James Harden, another guy that might be one of the greatest scorers of all time. Yeah. And Hashim Thabit has as much upside as everybody else. Yeah. Do you know he was on a team this year? He was on a G what League team? team. Oh, Texas well, something. That makes sense. Yeah, he was on. A, he was trying Still to make a comeback. Man. Apparently, all these reports came out that he's got a three point shot. Everybody was. Pumped. He gets signed to a G League contract this year. Averaged, I think, what he averaged in the NBA, two <laughs> points a fucking game. You know what his career high for season wise average points was? No, three point one his rookie season, and he was the number two overall pick. Hashim the beat. Gotta didn't, love him. Just didn't work out for Gotta one fucking second. Love not, him. not one no, second. There was no like little like, oh man, Hashim, if he just, you know, gets this, he's good. No. It was Hashim to beat needs to be a different person in order to make the league. And that's nuts. Number two. Memphis. Good pick. Good job. I can go number eight if you yeah, want. Go ahead. My number eight, St. Louis guy. St. Louis Rams guy. Uh oh. Quarterback. Oh no. Bolger? He was, this is what I said, he's one of those St. Louis Rams guys during the bad times, which was nearly fucking <laughs> our entire time. childhood. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, besides like three years. Yeah. He was one of those guys that every time, he was never the starting quarterback, but we always fucking wanted him to be. Austin Davis. Oh, God. Austin Davis, number eight. I loved him because he came from Brett Favre's alma mater. Oh, God. Southern Miss. I was like, this is it. This is it. Just like a Sean Mannion type where they had big arms and they fucking blow it up in the preseason. They look good. Fun fact, I also searched two hours for Austin Davis preseason stats. It's a lot harder to find than you think. <laughs> I couldn't find it. It's so hard. He has one preseason game apparently that he played. And it was when he was with Seattle. He made a day, he, he made a roster in one of these other leagues too. I don't know which one. Like, like the a, AAF or the XFL. He was playing oh, in no one shit. of them. I'm pretty sure he was. But, Could be wrong about that, but. He was, according to his, like, draft, pre-draft stuff, draft analysis guys were saying that this guy is a sleeper, and he's if he doesn't get drafted, he's going to be a team. He's going to be, he got compared to Tony Romo. Oh, Austin wow. Davis did. I remember hearing that, actually. And I was like, that's fucking dope. You know what he does now? No. He's the quarterback's coach for Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Is he really? He's the quarterback's coach. So, I guess in the end, Austin Davis was a lot better than we expected since he was an undrafted. Well, I remember uh, I remember it, when he did start in St. Louis because somebody got hurt. I don't remember. Probably he started Colin Clemens or I Bradford. think he started like three games, yeah. and it was a nightmare. Yeah, I remember that. Horrible. That was my prime time listening to 101 ESPN every single day days. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, you know, you know this guy Austin Davis, Randy Carrick, on, you know, this guy Austin Davis, man. And he, you know them. They're he, always hyping everything. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he had better records than uh, Brett Favre in college. You know, yeah. he, he's got all the school records. That's Maybe right. this guy can do something. He just goes out there 
with Jeff Fisher at the helm, and that just doesn't help at all, and he's just throwing pop flies to the corners. I think we should classify Austin Davis, Sean Mannion, and I'm sure there's a shit ton more. Oh, John Jay. <laughs> Those are Ryan Skip La- Schumacher. Ryan, Ryan Lawney guys. Skip yeah. Schumacher. Ryan Lawney guys. Where Ryan Lawney says they're so <laughs> fucking good, and... Austin Davis goes out there and shits a bed, and then Sean Canyon Manning, you know this guy could throw 60 yards from his knees? We'll call him Lonnie's lads. It's so good fucking Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Doesn't mean shit if he, he can't throw standing up, let alone on his fucking knees. But, yeah, Austin Davis is my number eight. All right, so my number eight, you might not know this guy, but you should. James Young, the original Jimmy Buckets, okay? <laughs> The original Jimmy oh Bucket. Oh, my God. That's coming, a tall task there. Coming out of Kentucky. You remember this? It was uh, James Young, the Harrison Twins. Uh, who else? Was, there was a bunch of people on that team. They got like an eight seed in the tournament, and they went all the way to the championship. I do actually remember that. And a they little... lost to Shabazz Napier. Yeah, okay. I remember. who Shabazz was with, uh, with UConn. UConn, yeah. yeah. And that was his UConn second here. title because he won his first one in Kemba. But I was on James Young's jock. Because guess what hands he shoots with? He shoots Left, lefty. Uh, lefty. And he's six foot eight. Got, so, okay. So if big I, old lefty guy. If I get a boner for seven foot four guys and above, you get a boner for lefty shooters. Six foot eight lefties. I sign me up every time. That's Ben Simmons. And okay, so he averaged like fourteen in college. So, it, but he was on Kentucky. Yeah. So you know he's playing with ten other five stars. Spreads well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a great college career. He was awesome in college. Um, he shot thirty five percent from three. 40% from the field. So, you know, he, he was good for the one year. He's a one-and-done guy. But then, but then, you know, he gets drafted by. Who? The Boston Celtics. Oh, shit. I do remember James Young then. So, <laughs> uh, let me pull up James Young's NBA numbers. You want to have a guess on the career points per game average? Two. 2.3. Nice. One rebound and .3 assists. Holy fuck. He has not been in the league for two years. Uh, the most he ever averaged was his rookie year. 3.4 games. He played 31 games. He's never started a game in his life. Jesus. James Young uh, did not pan out. Uh, he was SEC All-Freshman. Nice. So, you know, one, those one Got and done guys. accolades adding up here. But, but I remember, I still remember this to this day. He had this humongous dunk in the championship game. I Sometimes I go back on my Twitter feed and look at it because I tweeted it out. He just yammed it over three people. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'd like stand up at Buffalo Wild Wings, start flexing. <laughs> I'm like, this guy. He's going to average 2.3 points someday. That, that was before I started betting on games, but I definitely would have bet on James Young and the Harrison Twins. That whole that whole tournament run was magical, so oh, I just yeah. fell in love with all those guys. Aaron it's Harrison to do. hit two game winners from the wing in the same spot in back-to-back rounds before the championship, and I'm pretty sure he had the same shot in the championship and missed it. So, James Young. Uh, my number eight. Damn. I had high hopes for him. At the, on the Celtics, I had such high hopes for him, dude. I bet you you freaking creamed when he got drafted by Boston. Oh, my God. It was that's so much bad, fun. That's the best and sometimes the worst, too, when your favorite team has one of your favorite players. Another – okay, we'll just throw this because I didn't have an honorable mention. Another guy that got picked by the Boston Celtics I thought was going to be good, R.J. Hunter. Okay, I remember, remember him. him. Yeah. He just had the strap, dude. He he was pulling off from Jimmer range. He was – Another guy, magical tournament run. You know where he went to college? Georgia State. Oh, Georgia shit. State. They came in as like an 11 seed. They won a game. I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Never panned out. So all these Celtics. I can make a whole list of this. 
with Celtics draft picks, to be honest oh, yeah. with you. Who's that guy from Kelly uh, Olenek? Prissy? Phil Pressy. <laughs> he was a Mizzou guy. Mizzou guy. Kelly Olenek, Fab Mello. He actually died. R.I.P. Guess what? He also died of natural causes at 27 years old. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that means he was killed by the government. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he was a Colombian player. So, Fab Mello, you don't die of natural causes yeah. at 27. James Young, R.J. Hunter, Kelly Olenek, Fab Mello, Jared Solinger. I could literally go on for a year. But James Young is the, the only other uh, Celtic letdown on this list. So, James Young. Damn. You go with your seven. That's a good one. My number seven is a guy that you told me a thousand times is going to be shit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but the big dog hangs on to it. The Sudanese sensation. You you paused so long to figure out how to say Sudanese. I you? did. <laughs> you know where Sudanese is at? Sudan? Yeah. No, I don't know where Sudan is. Sudan's right next to Suganese. Suganese <laughs> oh, <nuts. son> of <laughs> a I can't believe you. It's 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 Don Maker. Don Maker. Okay. I watched uh, one video. Also on my list. By what? The way. You yeah. what? I didn't think. Of course. You, you told me a thousand times this guy's gonna be shit. He was also on my list. Don Maker. Oh my god. I watched one fucking video. Actually, Nick Jane Ushanis showed me because he was like. This Don Maker guy, you need to look at He's going to be a, a lottery pick. I heard a little bit about him in the draft. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll look at it. I watched the video, and he's handling the point guard spot. He's going between his legs. He's pulling up from deep. And he he had that thin frame, similar, like kind of similar to like a Giannis where he could dribble. He's over seven feet tall. In the combine, you know who holds the record for highest vertical jump from somebody 6'11 or higher? I'm it's Don, Don Maker. Maker. It's well, yeah, because I'm talking about him. It's yeah. Don Maker. The one reason, the only reason that quote that NBA GMs did not draft him higher than I think he was 13 was because of his age concerns. Nobody knew how old he was. Nobody still knows how old he was. Yeah, what? They said uh, one GM said he suspected him to be from the age of 21 to 25. Yeah, and, and he was com- he was labeled as 19. And you know what the crazy thing is? The only thing we have on this guy. It's like these videos on the internet. Yeah. That's all we see. So this 26-year-old, 7-foot-6 kid, up, dicing is up, dicing up the 12-year-olds. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, of course this guy's going to be good. Dope, yeah. And then when he's a grown man playing with other grown men, rip ski. You're like, holy Not shit, great. this guy's Dragon Bender. He's just a <laughs> fucking really tall you know, skinny, maybe skinnier than Dragon Bender. I was shocked he did not go top five that year. I really was. Dude, I was. I thought somebody was going to fall in love I with was, him. I fell in love with him. I was like, dude, Tom Maker, I love him. He's going to be great. I, uh, in 2K, the, like his rookie year, the next year, I got him on my team. And he was like an 80 overall. And he's a 99 overall three-point shot. <laughs> Fuck, rolling pick and rolls, just throwing it to him. Exactly. He was unbelievable. And he yeah. had he'd block shots all the time. Now he's with Detroit getting minutes. <laughs> kind of since they traded uh Drummond away. He's he got a couple starts. But Don Maker sucks ass. Yeah, he's not good. He's bad. And, and he, he doesn't really shoot. No. He, he shoots the corner three. He doesn't really rebound. He shoots like he's low, like hundred pounds. Low percentage too. Oh my god, he has not put on any weight. Nothing. And uh, since he got into the league. Don Maker, my number he, seven. He was number four on my list, dog. Four? I had Holy him shit. So I was trying to look up comparisons for these guys. You know, NBA Draft.net, you know what his comparison was? Who? Chris McCullough. Do you even know who that is? I think he went to Syracuse. Another scrub dub 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 Damn, so they got a good... They they knew 
Thon Maker. And that's why it's even more impressive that they thought that Hashim Thabit was going to be better than Seth Curry. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You can talk about Thon a little bit too if you want since you had a number four. I just wanted to make like nobody, it's one of those things nobody knew how old he was. Because oh, yeah. like, these guys from Sudan or wherever, I remember Albert Pujols had a thing with this, like their birth certificates were like burned in a fire oh, or yeah. something like that. They're fucking gone. Maybe for a reason. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> They want the 26-year-old to play with the 12-year-olds. Who knows? Yeah. He, he's made some money because of it, so uh, maybe it works. Pulse was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thon? Uh, Thon Maker was not. No. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought it was amazing that literally nobody knew how old he was. That's but so I remember cool. watching. And you know his brother's coming. Yeah. What's you know, his brother? You know he, what his name is? What? Maker Maker. Maker Maker, yeah. yeah. I, he's... Uh, Maker, what if Maker Maker and Bull Bull go up against each other? <laughs> Holy shit! The, Holy shit, shit! The two names not so nice. You say them twice. <laughs> That'd be dope. Bull Bull hits it over Maker Maker. I'm like that's fucking awesome. But yeah, that's all I had on Don Maker. God. Just how old he was or was not. Who knows? How, let's Google him real quick. How, do, how old does Google say he is? I think he's twenty-two. Don Maker. He's age. been in the league what three years? 23, allegedly. 20, allegedly. 1990. Even Google has parentheses. 20, <laughs> 23? Or it has a question mark after it. Oh, wait. In the days leading up to the draft, a number of teams ruled themselves out of selecting Maker in the first round over concerns that his age has been misrepresented, as some believe Maker to be between 21 and 23 years there old. There we are. That's despite the- being officially listed as a 19-year-old. There what in the hell, dude? Look at that. And I didn't even write that down. I just remembered that. Yeah. I, that was word for word what I said. It's <laughs> That's fucking, so funny. It's fucking nuts. That's so crazy. I, uh, I love Thon Maker, though. God. All right. Think about if somebody would have drafted Thon in the top five, just drafting a 25-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, that has to be why they didn't. This is probably also to add more minutes onto my, <laughs> onto my podcast, but... Nowadays, like these guys, he was one of the few guys that could get that didn't play college and got into the NBA. Yeah. And what he went with that. He went technically. He graduated. He from waited high that year, school. I think. Yeah, he graduated high school and then waited a year, and he was nineteen. And then he got. That's how he got. <laughs> that's you know, how. He, sometimes I, I I think I'm bad at math, but some of this doesn't make sense. No, no, some it literally said up. he. You shouldn't he be twenty then? I don't right? know because you graduate when you're eighteen. I don't know the rules, but technically he graduated early and then waited a year and was still like playing. He was still playing high school ball though. Yeah, but he was graduated. I remember uh, Notre Dame was on his list of potential colleges. That would have been dope. Yeah, I would have fucking loved that. Yeah, he would have been so bad. Though. And he never went. No, Enos Kanner was another guy like that. He was like ineligible to play in college, but he just practiced with Kentucky for a season and then got drafted. Very weird. Sometimes weird things. They, and like Dirk Nowitzki, you know, Dirk Nowitzki, the only thing they knew about Dirk Nowitzki was that he scored like 50 in like a All-American game. <laughs> I or think something. you've told me or that. Like, yeah, and it, like there was no footage of it. Bill Simmons talks about it on his podcast all yeah. the time. Dirk, Nobody knew about Dirk Nowitzki. They just kept – NBA GMs were calling him the European Larry Bird. That was it. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing they had was like one – three GMs that were allowed to see him play were like, he's the European Larry Bird. <laughs> And, of course, Bill Simmons fucking loved that. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you got another guy like Darko. Darko mm. was a guy nobody knew anything yeah. about. Yeah. He's not on your list, right? That's – no. I don't okay. He's I never thought either. Darko was going to – That was either. the one guy that I was like, that dude with sync bleach blonde hair. That doesn't even like basketball. No. He's playing – you know, I can't imagine how many fucking 
horrible things Rashid and Ben Wallace <laughs> said to that poor, that poor bleach. We could have had fucking mellow. We could have had mellow, <laughs> and we got this bleach blonde, blonde Ser- Serbian dude. What the fuck is this? But yeah, Darko is kind of. You know what he's doing now? He's a farmer. He works he? on an apple orchard. He's an art. Yeah, I did see <laughs> that. Dude, he played for Boston his last year in the league. Did he really? Yeah. He was Jesus. a Celtic. I was fucking pumped that year because I like weird guys like that. But okay. He gets dropped in a rap song too. Something Milicek Darko. I don't I don't remember. Did he bring who. back the, the frosted tips? I don't know. God. No, not he didn't drop a rap drop a rap song. He he's a lyric in a rap song. Oh. So I was saying. Darko Milicek sucks ass. Yeah. That, that should definitely be the line. God, he also think about it, he killed the whole European he kind of killed it for a little bit, the whole hype with the European players. And he also killed the Frosted Tips. Mm. Single-handedly. Yeah. Justin Timberlake's like, I ain't doing this shit anymore. Went down with him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seven? Yeah. That's one. All right. So this one, this one is, uh, so I don't know if whoever's listening to this knows this. I'm a big fantasy football guy. Very big. I enjoy fantasy. I sometimes enjoy fantasy football. You know, some some of the people I play with make me hate it. But back sure. when I back when I liked it. This guy, Amir Abdullah. That sounds yeah. He was a rookie for the Detroit Lions. Wasn't he a was he a free safety or something? No, he's a running back. Who am I thinking of? I don't Abdullah. know who you're thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. Keep going. But he comes up, and he's a he's a he's a running back for the Lions. Um, I remember Amazon has this series, kind of like uh, Hard Knocks, that they do with teams. Yeah, and. The Cardinals, they did one with the Cardinals, and the Cardinals were all gung-ho about Amir Abdullah. They're like, we're so excited to get Amir Abdullah. Do that kid a and bit. then the Lions took him, and the Cardinals ended up with David Johnson. But Amir Abdullah, this guy comes in, huge fantasy. Like, I don't know if you could call him a sleeper because he had a lot of hype. The uh, pot, fantasy football podcast I listened to, they called him the Abdullah Express. You get a nickname, yeah, it usually means you got to be good, okay. unless it's like, the terrible. Okay, so played four years at Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. 5,200 yards and 46 touchdowns. Fuck. Seven That's... receiving touchdowns. Thirty. Uh, oh, my God. Hold on. 46 touchdowns, seven receiving, uh, 39 rushing. Jesus. 5.6 uh, yards per carry on 800 attempts. Uh, his last three years at Nebraska had over 1,000 yards. His last two, he had over 1,500 yards. Damn. Uh, so this guy is legit. Comes into the league, you just didn't have it. <laughs> you just wasn't didn't he, have it. Was he a part of that round table running back shit that Detroit was doing? Uh, wasn't it? Was Bush on that team too? Ooh, I don't know. I think Bush Maybe. got a lot of the work loan. But uh, so his first year, he had 780 total yards. Not bad. Oh, that's a good season for a rookie. Second year, he played two games, had 158 yards. Third year, had another 700 yards. After that, he never had more than a hundred. Jesus. And he played last year. He was actually a uh, like a gadget return specialist kind of guy for the Vikings, and he had two hundred yards. Damn. Um. Let's see. Can I find his touchdowns? He's got four receiving touchdowns total in his career, and six rushing. So he scored ten touchdowns. He got drafted in twenty fifteen. Big fantasy letdown. Tanked a lot of my fantasy teams. Amir Abdullah. I hate you. How high did you draft him? Uh, wasn't it was like a pretty pertinent pick, probably oh. like third round, second, oh third round. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so another guy. Good, good old C.J. Spiller guy there. Yeah, I was just about to say. Uh, yeah, you see, know, I was a fantasy guy for a little bit. Once upon a time, third overall pick, your boy took C.J. Spiller. You did? Yeah. Holy shit. You could have did a whole list on just guys you drafted he, he, in fantasy. Yeah, I probably could have. <laughs> uh, and uh, C.J. Spiller was terrible. Jesus. So that, that's a, some fantasy guys that let me down. Amir Abdullah, I hate you. You can run <laughs> off number six, too, if you want. Okay, number six. This is another one a lot of people uh, almost let everybody down. Just got reinstated to his college. Oh, Reggie Bush? O.J. Mayo. Oh. O.J. Mayo, steroid junkie. O.J. Mayo. Mr. P.E.D. What did he do at USC? Did he take money? Yeah. So, O.J. Mayo in college. That's a really good one. O.J. Mayo looked good at Memphis. Yeah, you know. Fuck. You love him. Uh, 2007-2008 All-Pac-12. 2008 All-Pac-12 tournament. Pac-12 All-Freshman. This guy, he's putting up numbers. He was a one-and-done uh, average 20 points per game, four and a half rebounds, three assists. Shot 45% of the field, 40% of the three. He this guy was like, getting buckets. He had you like know? a Gilbert Arenas feel to him. Like, yeah. I mean, especially on the off-field shit. Yeah, <laughs> this guy was getting buckets. Now, to say he was a little bit of a letdown, it's kind of mean for me to say. Yeah. He averaged 18 in his rookie year. He was good. So that's good uh, for Memphis. Then he averaged 17. And then uh, it started plummeting, you know, 10, 12, 7, and it's just, it, it, he averaged 13 for his career. I thought this guy was going to be one of the best shooting guards in the league. Easily. And, he looked like it his rookie year. And he just wasn't. He was 2008, 2009, all rookie. He averaged 13 for his career. I think he's still trying to play. Isn't he blackballed from the league? He was he, exempt from the NBA. 2015, 2016 was his last season. He got drafted in 2008. He got caught with PEDs. So. And when he got Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I thought they were like, hey. That was recent, wasn't it? Was it recent? I don't remember. But he got, yeah, they literally put him on like the Pete Rose of NBA. And I was like, holy shit, we can't even mention OJ Mayo's name on broadcast anymore? <laughs> what the fuck? What'd he do? Uh, pro comparison, Ben Gordon. That's a good one. Yeah, he was pretty ben good. Ben Gordon's a really, yeah, he's a 20-point-a-game guy for a little bit. But OJ Mayo, I thought you were going to be better. I thought you were going to make a couple All-Stars. Never did. Has that soul, 2008-2009 all-rookie accolade. OJ Mayo, rip. It's just a drug violation. So it had to be something bad. You get what happened at USC? Um, Hold on, I'm going to look at Damn, it. think about you get kicked out of two leagues. I don't know if that's happened. Can you think of a guy that's gotten banned? Yeah, guess what happened? 
receive former uh, standout guard OJ Mayer received improper cash and gifts while in school. So they were paying him to hoop, and he just got reinstated, like a month ago. Don't worry, they took away all their wins from the 2008 season. So tragic. They, they went 0 and 12 that year. When's the last time USC has been relevant in basketball? Fuck. Probably OJ Mayo. Brian Scalabrini was a USC guy. Oh my god. I don't know when? how the fuck I remember that. Win. 19, I don't know. <laughs> He's the second, second round product, I think. But yeah, That's funny. That's the only guy I know from USC basketball <laughs> yeah. besides OJ Mayo. I like though. That's a good one. Yeah. I should have thought of that. That's like him and like Brandon Jennings. I kind of were like these two I like Brandon Jennings too. You know, lefty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shocker. He dropped 50 in a game. He did, yeah. He pa- was good for a while. Passed his prime too. And he was one of those like, I'm going to go to China and hoop guys. Oh, like, yeah. Like uh, Stephen did. Marbury. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Marbury's a fucking legend. Legend there now. He's a Chinese Jordan. Except yeah. he's not Chinese. True. <laughs> um, My number six. You're going to love my number six, by the way. No, Or oh. number five. You're going to love my number five. You, you are, too. You're going to love my number five. Oh, but oh hold wait, on. Wait, might have the same number five. He might. It might be. My number six, baseball player. Okay. You know me. I don't talk much about baseball. I only have one baseball player. No shit. Yeah. I think he's my only baseball player. Yeah, he's my only baseball player, too. This guy was one of the best second basemen in the league. He was a three-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slug. It's Dan Ugla. So you might you, oh you're looking at me and you're like what the fuck I can go I can go pull my Dan Ugla shirt out of my closet you have right a Dan now. Ugla jersey swear to God that's I do that's dope Atlanta Braves that's awesome I love Dan Ugla he's a second baseman that was built like a fucking brick shit house and he wasn't taking roids I was all about it and I was like this guy's good he currently still has the MLB record for most consecutive seasons hitting thirty plus home runs by a second baseman he did oh, wow. it five times guess what else record he had the lowest batting average. Out of people that can qualify yeah. for the batting title. Yeah. It got broken by Chris Davis, so now he's second place. <laughs> but let me lead. <laughs> let I remember me. one year he had like a 30-something game hit streak, and he was still batting like 240. That yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, that year, so his last five years in the league, his batting average was 179, the record-breaking year. 149, didn't qualify, so he couldn't break it again. 162, 182, oh my God. and then he had a zero. Oh my god! He, he just went over, and I guess he got cut. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I didn't look that far in. Ten at bats, you're out of here. But the year before that, he batted two two eleven or two twelve. But he was batting one sixty or one fifty. I think actually, I think it was one forty. In the last two months of the season, he batted three seventy seven and had that thirty game hit streak. And he jumped it. He jumped up his batting average from one forty to two eleven. I remember. It's fucking nuts. Dan, oh my God! I remember he was the All Star starter one year, batting like two hundred. Yeah, he was all. I love Dan Ugly. Yeah, he, he was, was fun. He, he was fun to watch. Yeah, he was a home run guy at. He's short, like Adam Dunn almost. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I like Dan Ugly. Adam Dunn would have been great for this list. He kind of had a steady good career though. Yeah, not good, but but yeah, Dan Ugly. God damn, one seventy nine, one forty nine, one sixty two, one eighty two, <laughs> and zero. I don't even know if that's five. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, that's five. Five seasons. Holy shit. But yeah, he broke my heart. All right. Rip your number five. I hope to God it's the same one, dude. Jimmy Clausen. Oh, it's not. Who is it? Who's yours? Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's my number fucking three. (laughs) 
Jimmy Clausen? I love Jimmy Clausen. Get Jimmy Clausen the hell Jimmy out of Clawson. here. Dude. Let me read off some Jimmy Clausen stats. 60 was- touchdowns, 27 INTs. His senior year, 3,722 yards. He was projected to be all the way up to the first overall pick. But during his interview process, he was reportedly a cocky dickhead. <laughs> Both words have been thrown around about Jimmy Clausen. He got drafted. Even Steve Smith said, fuck this guy. He was terrible. Steve Smith hated him. He was Steve Smith Sr., I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he called him a punk. He had a whole bunch of problems at at Notre Dame, too. He apparently was buying alcohol underage. Shocker. Not that big of a deal. (laughs) You know, you don't condone it, but, you know, it happens. He also fought some random dude at a bar. Nice. So he, I guess I can relate to him a little bit there too. So maybe that's why I had a soft spot for Jimmy. <laughs> but I just really thought he was going to be good. And he went to Carolina. I was never there. The Panthers didn't have a quarterback. They were coming off the the, the Jake DeLome uh, shit. And I was like, oh, man, Jimmy Clausen's going to take this. He's got Steve Smith. Uh, he's got Jonathan Stewart as his running back. Jonathan Stewart was good at the time. I was like, this team's going to be a fun offense. And Jimmy Clausen goes out there and just shits the bed. He's not even in the league anymore. No. No, he, he had a decent backup run for Chicago. He was such a bad NFL quarterback. He was terrible. So bad. I was never there. I was there. I was never there with Jimmy I like that cocky-ass smile, too, he had, but it turned out to be. Obviously, I like to see him swing or sling the ball around in the blue and gold, obviously. But uh, I remember who said he was, like, the most pro-ready quarterback in, like, 10 years. Yeah, I heard It was, like, too. Matt Miller or Mayock or one of the big guys was, like, you know, this is the Camp Miss prospect, and yeah. he was just ass. He was just nothing but ass. I think the ass. following year they drafted Cam. Yeah, good pick. <laughs> Back-to-back here. Yeah. Clawson and then Cam. One was an MVP, took him to the Super Bowl. They lost it. And one was uh, not those one things. One was but, uh, are you done? Are you yeah, I'm done. That's all. <laughs> There's really not much else I could say about yeah. Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> My number five is the, the Notre Dame Golden Boy. God, this Brady guy Quinn. breaks my fucking heart. Brady Quinn. Let me just read you some things here. He was a lot more consistent than Jimmy Clausen. Junior year at Notre Dame, 3,919 yards, 32 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Senior year, 37 touchdowns, 7 picks. You're exactly right. That's a little weird. I wrote that. that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I wrote that down. Heisman finals. On seven picks. He won. Uh, wait, I know this one off the top of my head. He was, he, didn't he win Sammy Ball? Sammy Ball trophy? Best quarterback? Yes. I think his senior year he did. Now he's on TV. Um. <laughs> Looking good. Looking good. Jimmy Looking always, great. He's, he's what Colin Cowherd would call. He has that quarterback face. <laughs> Yeah. Brady Quinn, perfect. He could have been the face of the fucking league. Uh, you know, I don't but think that. Didn't but have the talent. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, drafted twenty second overall by the Cleveland Browns. That was the death, the death wish. Oh my God! He also was the one of the most famous draft day disaster. You remember? He got invited to draft day because they said he could have gotten. Or let me just read off some of my shit. He could have went all the way up to number one. There was rumors that he could go number yeah. one in that draft. And he was invited, and he was the last QB in the draft room. He's just sitting there and with a real his, Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah, exactly. And he was sitting there with his really hot girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's got the fucking bangs that Zach Efron bangs, you know, from high school musical. And I just felt so bad for him. Notre Dame guy. Uh, 
Do you have his NFL numbers? 10 touchdowns, 21 picks. Is that right? That was off the top. Of I the have it's 4 fun. and 16 as his record. Record? 4 and 16. Um, 12 touchdowns. 12? Oh. 17 picks. I guess I was reading Jimmy Clausen's. 17 time. picks. 3,000 total yards. Do you remember that year in KC where he got to fucking be the quarterback? <laughs> He got to start basically the whole year because they're like Romeo Cornell. He started was, eight games. He went. He had two touchdowns, eight picks that year. Yep. I love that year because <laughs> I was like, Brady Quinn's going out there. And that team was fucking horrible. Did yeah. they? They might have won maybe one or two games. One and seven. He went that year. God. So bad. That was whenever they're like, Romeo Cornell was the coach after he took over for Todd Haley the year before. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, well, let's see, let's see what you got. <laughs> And he went out there and rolled out Brady Quinn and chased. I think Chase Daniel got a start or two, and, and it was just fucking bad. It was like, okay, just have Cronell hold out the year, and then we'll fire him at the end and get rid of everybody. <laughs> uh, his best year in the league was with Cleveland. Started uh, nine games, threw eight touchdowns, seven picks, had a thousand three hundred thirty-nine yards. Not bad. Brady Quinn, a colossal flop. So sad. Did bad, you bad, ever bad. watch like those top ten list on NFL Network? Uh, maybe there was a top ten shootout one, and Brady Quinn versus Matthew Stafford was like number nine because they they it was like forty two to forty two. Brady Quinn had like three touchdowns, probably the only touchdowns he had that entire <laughs> fucking year, and Stafford like threw like five hundred yards. It was like listed as the top ten quarterback shootouts. I was like, Brady Quinn made a top ten list, which is a bust. I was all pumped about it, but yeah, okay. Do you have any pro comps for him? I couldn't find any. Pro? Oh no, comparisons? No, I couldn't find any. Yeah, Brady Quinn. He was one of a kind. That's why he was so. Yeah, one of a kind is the word. He was also one God. of the few guys that participated in that veteran combine. The best Notre Dame quarterback ever. I think so. Oh no, no, we had Montana, big dog. Besides Montana, <laughs> Jimmy Clausen, get Jimmy out of here. Oh, Everett Golson. <laughs> oh my God, Everett Golson. High hopes. I Leaks almost put him, I almost put him on here. But he was in the Heisman running for like six weeks. They went twelve and zero. They yeah. got spanked by Bama though. But. Yeah, we don't talk about that. No, but okay, I'll go with my number four. Yeah, go ahead. Was Meinstein maker? So, oh, we already talked four. about him. You might have this guy on your list too. NBA guy. Probably. Center? Yeah. Grey Garden. He's here. Yeah. What do you how high did you rank him? Number two. Number two? Number Holy two. shit. Well, now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Number two. He's my number four. I got Quinn above him. Quinn was my three. But he was the first freshman to make a first team all American since nineteen ninety. He was one of the best fucking high school players I've ever seen in my entire life. Greg Oden was like I think he was Mr. Indiana, which that's a huge Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. He was had the NBA body from day one. He was a big dude. Um, he was the number one overall pick. Obviously, he went to Portland. Over KD. Over Feels KD. Feels bad. Um, an NBA scout said that this guy is going to rival Dwight Howard as the best center in the league in the next two, three seasons. Yikes. <laughs> um, I did not know that he played such little games. But holy shit. He only played three seasons, and he only played 105 games in three seasons. Oh, oh I, I got his college stats pulled up. Okay. 
105 games in three. He probably played more college games. He played 32 college yeah, games. Yeah, I know. He almost did. Yeah. That's a third of his NBA career right there. In one season, yeah. And he had more knee surgeries than all-star appearances, which <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a stat that I made up. <laughs> he, Do you know what he did or has been doing recently? Uh, trying to make the big three, right? He been, He played in the big three. He also played in the basketball tournament. Oh, I didn't know for that. For the Scarlet and Gray. Really? The old yeah. That's the, coming back here yeah. soon. Yeah, I think it in is. Another month or two. And I think I saw some report. There's a guy that's going to be playing in it. I can't remember. Oh, I think Joe Johnson's going to make a team in the basketball tournament. In the basketball tournament. Oh my god! But yeah, the same team has won that thing like three years in a row. Jimmer Fredette went Over, to the overseas elite. Jimmer was Jimmer's team was pretty good. I think they made like the elite eight or something. But Greg Oden. Played on that, and he played on the Scarlet Gray. Guess how long? Or guess how many games he played for them? One. He played one game. Nice. He had two points. I think one rebound, one assist. He was hurt the entire basketball <laughs> tournament when he didn't play any games. How the fuck do you get hurt when you're not doing it? You got hurt in the pickup game, dude. He is also notoriously known for being undrafted in the Big Three draft. Mm. I don't know. All the other players probably didn't even. He's got bionic knees. So, what, you want me to draft Greg Oden? He played good for the big three. But, yeah, I remember his, he was probably could have had a couple more uh, years in the league, but he had a domestic assault case in the Miami years. Yikes. He only played 23 games for that Miami team. I remember team. he tried to come back with them. Yeah. yeah, he averaged two points, two points a game. Yeah, there was yeah. pictures of him, LeBron, and Wade, I remember. Yeah, the big three. Like yesterday, yeah. That's the real big ba- three. Bosh right got there. phased out for Grego. That's right. How do you feel, Chris Bosh? Yeah, suck it. <laughs> but yeah, Greg Oden, number four. Him and Dwight were supposed to take over the league for the next ten years. Pro comparisons, I got him down. You know what they were? Uh, I'm gonna guess is Alonzo Mourning one. No. Who? David Robinson. Holy shit, the Admiral. Oh, I got another one. Bill Russell. Oh, my God. How do you compare anybody to Bill Russell? You know, I don't know. Especially when it's that he was, long ago. He was compared to someone who has the finals MVP trophy named after him. <laughs> and the Admiral. And the Admiral. The guy, the first guy to win a fucking title after Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And the last guy to have a quadruple double in a game. Yep. The Admiral. Greg Oden did not do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your number four? Uh, Thonmaker. Oh, yeah. We already talked about him. I'm going your number three then, because my number three was Brady Quinn. Jump to number three. Okay, this guy, I literally don't have anything written down for this guy. Because you remember it? It's my only baseball player. He's still in the league. He is 25 years old right now. Shit, so we got an early entry. He plays for the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals? I tuned in to Facebook a Facebook Live game because the MLB <clears throat> thought it'd be an awesome idea to put some games exclusively on Facebook. So I opened up Facebook, turned this game on to see this guy make his debut coming off his injury. He's a starting pitcher. He goes by the name of Alex oh my Reyes. God, that's a really good one. Alex Reyes. I don't know if I've ever been more let down by an MLB player, especially because he's on the Cardinals. You know what his war wins above replacement? You know what it was last year? Negative point four. Holy shit. When he's pitching, we are a worse team. <laughs> he was 0-1. You know what his ERA was? 15 in four games. That's the story of this guy's career. You know how many games he's played in the MLB? 
17. Oh, my God. He's played 17 games. He's 25 already? He was drafted. When was he drafted? He was drafted, oh, my God. I think in 2015. Holy shit. He made his debut in 2016. Alex Reyes. Alex Reyes. He could throw 100 plus. He looked good when he came up. Was like, I don't even know, like a top five pitching prospect. This was the guy that we didn't want to trade. Yeah. So many trades. Now we can't get rid of him. Carlo, Yelich, like they wanted, they wanted Reyes. Now. Now he's behind. He's so far back in the line of pitching prospects. He's like coming out of the rotation or coming out of the bullpen or he's going to stay in the minors yeah. because he literally can't stay healthy. He he's always, it's always something stupid. Like he'll like trip over a cord in his house and tear a ligament in his leg. It's like, what's going on with this guy? I've never been more disappointed by a Cardinal. Uh, he's listed as a starting pitcher. I don't foresee him starting any games <laughs> uh, in the near future. He's played he 17 total. have a second total. half comeback. 17 total games. He's started six. That is a fucking big letdown. He has one save. Nice. His career ERA is 2.2. So that's pretty good. He looked good good when he came up. He had a couple good starts. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, he had a couple good starts, and then he got hurt. Yeah, but I remember I I still lived, I think I still lived with my uncle. No, no, no. I was watching his house, I remember. And I I turned my uh, laptop on. I was off work. Flip on Facebook. I'm like, Alex Reyes is here, baby. It's the f- most excited I've been to watch baseball in a long time. And he just sucked. And he sucked ever since. <laughs> Alex Reyes, number three. You can shoot right to two if you want. Uh, number two is Greg Oden. So we got to go to your two. Okay. My two. And this guy was really close to being my one. Because this was like young Chase. Like, I was fucking hell-bent on this guy. After his junior season as a football quarterback. Junior year. This guy was... Projected to be at least number five in the draft. Mm. His career NFL stats, mm. 10 touchdowns, 21 picks. That's where I got it from, I guess. Mm. He's He played for a college, rivals Notre Dame. Matt Leiner? Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Oh. <laughs> Another USC quarterback. This dude was going to be a top five pick in the draft. He holds a giant student-wide campus <laughs> event to like come out and he goes on the mic. He goes on the mic and is talking and he's just, you know, like teasing the fans a little bit. And he tells everybody, he says, hey, I'm going to come back for my senior year because I want to win a BCS national championship. <laughs> you know what UC- USC went his senior year? I don't know. Seven and fucking five. <laughs> I remember this. He was so pumped. So pumped. <laughs> one was... more year. He, he, the one, he, all he did, he grabbed the mic and said, one more year. And everybody went nuts. <laughs> USC fans are saying, holy shit, we're going to win a title. He unfinished business. He's like <laughs> LeBron James and fucking Dwayne Wade. Not one. Not two. Not three. He was pumped. He was ready. That was uh, Lane Kiffin, right? Yeah. Lane yeah. Kiffin, yeah. He didn't have a bad senior year. 36 touchdowns, 15 picks. It's pretty good, honestly. He dropped in the draft, to say the least. He went in the fucking fourth round to the Eagles. Didn't do shit. He's gotten a couple starts for Buffalo recently. But 10 touchdowns, 21 picks for Matt Barkley. A guy that was supposed to be a top five guy. If he would have foregone his senior year, 
but he didn't. He was the one guy for USC, the one quarterback that I was like, shit. Even like, I hate USC, but I love this guy. I love Barkley. He's got that California kid look to him. He had a cannon of an arm. He could read a defense. And then he, yeah. He did what he did. Then he got drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he got uh, picked up by the Bills. Yeah, he's on the Bills now. And you were like, oh, Matt Barkley's back. I'm like, what? He was on the Bears, too. Oh, God. Him, and what's with the Bears picking up guys on my list? Clawson had a good... I, I bet know, you... Is Mitch Trubisky your number one? No, oh, God. <laughs> I never thought that dude was going to be... But think about it. You had Barkley and Clawson, just two really good college quarterbacks, and were like second and third on your depth chart. And honestly, Barkley was probably the third. <laughs> Barkley was probably behind Clawson mm-hmm. on the fucking depth chart yeah. for your team. Yeah. Oh shit! Not great. Matt Barkley broke my heart. All right, so my number two is Greg Oden. So I guess we'll rip my number one then. Is our number one the same? I don't know. You know, you know who my number one is going to be. I don't know who your number one is. Who is your number one? All right, my number one is another one of these quarterbacks. Oh shit! You had a oh then it's not. I have an NBA. He's a player. he's a Heisman winner. Tim Tebow. No. Didn't have Timmy. Didn't have Timmy. Timmy, Timmy sidearm. Didn't have him <laughs> on my. Uh, Timmy jump pass. <laughs> didn't have him on my list. Uh, Eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. Timmy, Timmy. Timmy fullback. Timmy tight end. <laughs> Timmy tight end. Timmy tight end. <laughs> Timmy left fielder now. <laughs> Timmy's got a lot of nicknames. Um, let me read you his college stats here, big dog. Heisman winner in 2012. 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Ran for 21 touchdowns. Holy shit. Senior year. Or, I'm sorry. 2013. I don't think he was a senior. I think he was a junior. 37 touchdowns, 13 picks. And he ran for nine touchdowns. This guy is one of the most famous college athletes of all time. He's one of the most controversial college athletes of all time. Where do you go in the draft? He goes by the name of Money Man. Oh, man. That's a really good one. He didn't even fucking make my list. Johnny Manziel. God. Johnny Manziel... What a career. Guy was just kind of a prick the whole time. Oh, just the whole time. Doing the money sign yeah. when he gets drafted by Cleveland? Yep, yep Nobody's yep. got a big swinger like that. <laughs> nope, nope, nobody. Going to Cleveland, money, I, baby. I still remember him in, uh, in, his, in his final bowl game. I think he played Duke, mm-hmm. and he just went ballistic. He was – the highlights this guy's had – They're nuts. Were absolutely absurd. He even had a couple NFL – he, he would like, run 50 yards backwards, and he would just juke out these 300-pound linemen mm-hmm. in the SEC. And then he'd complete passes that were like, for a first down. But he ran 50 yards in the other direction. One of the most dynamic college players ever. His pro comp was RG3. <laughs> RG3. Good. You know what his uh, Brown stats were? Uh, not good. Seven touchdowns, seven picks in two seasons. Oh, my God. Two seasons. Then went to the AAF, or no, I'm sorry. Then went to the CFL. CFL flunked. I think he had that four was picks. So fucking bad. Four picks in at his first half. game in the CFL. At the half. Then he went to the AAF. Sucked in the AAF. I don't think he's playing anymore. I think he's done. Didn't he have a cocaine problem too, or some shit? Uh, yeah, something drug problem. Um, but I remember, or maybe he was accepting money. I, I don't really know, but everybody hated this guy, and I tend to like the people that everybody hate. Yeah. And even though this guy was like. Just kind of a prick. <laughs> he was so fun to watch in college. Uh, I tend to—I guarantee if you compare his stats to the guy that followed him up, 
good old Patrick Mahomes in college. Didn't they go to the same Texas? He went to Tech. Oh, he went to Tech? Yeah. Never mind. Um, but I, I tend to fall in love. You know, I put him in the category with uh, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and the guys that I just love coming out of college, and then they're kind of poo-poo. Not giving up on Baker yeah, yet. You can't. You know? Baker's, I was Not about to say, up. I was going to say Baker might be on your list here in the next couple of years. But Johnny Manziel, 22nd overall in the 2014 draft by the Cleveland Browns. and uh, Now, this is a question for that's you. That's basically it. This is just off top of my, top of my noggin here. Brady Quinn and Johnny Manziel. If they, Johnny Manziel was reportedly uh, Jerry Jones was interested. Do you think his career would have been different if he went would have went to Dallas? And do you think Brady, Brady Quinn's career would have been different if he didn't go to Cleveland? I think if he didn't go to Cleveland, I think he would have had a better shot. But uh, it doesn't seem like the money man's head was in the right place. No. He had his mind. Con- you remember? He could have been bad. What the hell was it? He had like scandals where he was like in disguise at like a at, in Vegas. Do you remember this? No. He was like wearing a wig at a bar or something. What the fuck? And then he would post on Instagram and he'd put the location from his house in Ohio. He, it was all this crazy shit. I think he ended up going to rehab or whatever. I don't know. I could be talking about it, but I gotta but, guarantee that motherfucker was getting improper benefits. Yeah, he's I'm Johnny Manziel. Buy me a drink. Right. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. So Johnny Manziel, that's my number one. Uh, I don't know what to say about the different. Uh, maybe if Brady Quinn would have went somewhere else, could have learned from someone better. Maybe and I feel like G- Brady had a he had a better head on his shoulder. Feel as if he kid. liked he liked football a little more. Yeah, and fucking. God, Johnny Manziel was just a dickweed. And he just, you know, I you're just so blindsided by the hype because he doesn't have a good arm. He is fast, but he's not going to be faster than NFL linebackers. You should have seen it coming. And how tall is he? He's like 5'9". Yeah. So he can't even down. see over NFL lines. Johnny Manziel, you let us all down. He's so much fun. To <laughs> so much fun to watch in college. That was a really good number one. Yeah, my number one's a guy that I've, <laughs> I honestly just recently gave up on, okay. and I should have fucked. This is probably the worst take that I've ever had on a oh, player boy. in any sport of all time. Which that should tell you how bad it is. My number one's fucking Jimmer for that. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew you that. had to know. Yeah. You, I was about to say how the yeah. fuck. Jimmer Fredette averaged 28.9 points his senior year. He was the national player of the year. He was a lottery pick. Volume score. This guy could... He was he was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> Mormon guy. Uh, what's not to love about him? You know? He was he was pulling up from deep. Yeah. He was NBA range and some yeah. in college. And it was not... It wasn't... Or... Uh, NBA scout said the most impressive thing about Jimmer is that Jimmer is pulling up from deep against the best defensive guards in the league or in the uh, NCAA, and he's still scoring 28 points a game. If that doesn't say, hey, this is going to translate to the NBA, and then also during the Jimmer era, we're starting to get this 3 and D type of transition where it's it's getting out of the post. I think uh, Dwight Howard's going to L.A., of yeah. the Lakers, he's not really as prominent anymore. And it's like, hey, we got to get these, you know, we need to start shooting threes. Bleacher Report compared Jimmer Fredette to Steph Curry in 2011. Of course it is. Which back then, Steph wasn't Steph, but that was Bleacher Report's comparison for him. I loved Jimmer Fredette. He got drafted by Milwaukee and then traded to Sacramento. I was like, holy shit, like this is going to be the NBA. DeMarcus Cousins clogging up the clogging up the paint, dishing it out to Jimmer. It's going to be perfect. 
Jimmer Fredette averaged 7.6 points a game his rookie season. Sounds like better than I thought. That was his highest career average. Isaiah Thomas was the last fucking pick yeah. in that draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was getting significantly more time because he was a significantly better player. Yep. And then on top of it, when I was done with him, I was, I was done with you, Jimmer. I was sick and tired of you. I watched it all the years in Sacramento. He apparently went to Chicago, too. Don't remember any of that. He goes to China. Oh, I was going to say, tell me you got the China numbers. He goes to fucking China. <laughs> Year one averages 37.6 points a game, wins CBA. They don't give uh, the MVP trophy to foreign players. They have a different they have a different title for it. They call it the foreign MVP mm. because they don't want them taken away. Interesting. From, yeah, it's a China thing. Yeah. But... You know, Stefan Marbury's won it like fucking five times. Of course. Jimmer won it that year. The following year, how's he follow that up? 36.9 points a game. I looked at you on this fucking podcast recently, which, I mean, the podcast's only been around, what, two years? Yeah. And I told you, I said, Jimmer Fredette should be on an NBA team. This guy can make it in the league. They scrimmage James Harden and the Houston Rockets, his Chinese team does, and he bodies them. And then on top of it, yeah, he, he scored like 30-something points. And on top of it, he goes to the basketball tournament, lights it up. His team makes his team was literally built around him. I think he was averaging like 40 to 45 points a game in the basketball tournament. Granted, it's against a bunch of washed-up players, but he played good against Houston. I was hell-bent that Jimmer Fredette was going to have a second-half surge. And then he went to, to Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. And it was... And didn't play. So bad, yeah. And when he did, he went over 8. Yeah. Over eight, like over six from three, had three turnovers, yeah. some shit. I have never, it racked my brain thinking about how the fuck did Jimmer Fredette not translate to the NBA? It was the perfect time for Jimmer. It was Jimmer's time. A small white kid that can shoot threes. He's a, he could learn defense. He could be a three and D guy. He was a high volume scorer. Why didn't it translate? I looked up a bunch of stuff. And apparently, Jimmer needs to take 20. 48 shots. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah shots Chase. Yeah. So then I kind of started making sense. And when you shoot 35% on 40 shots, you're not, you're not making the squad. Yeah. And when you're out on the floor and the other guys are going to attack you because you can't guard anybody. He plays three-point line to three-point line, and he's a small white guy. He was Come on. Out of college, he was praised. For his development in four years, because he wasn't a point guard, he was a shooting guard, but he was so he was a smaller shooting guard. So they moved him to the point, and he was averaging like four or five assists a game. It was a big improvement because he really wasn't a passer. And I was like, "This guy's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. They're gonna start shooting threes." No, Jimmy Fredette just fucking shit the bed. Flopsky. Yeah, because apparently you can't just get drafted and shoot forty threes a game, especially when you're playing with Demarcus Cousins and. Isaiah Thomas, who can score 20 and... Think about that. Isaiah Thomas is 5'8". Yeah. <laughs> and he's and he, taking... He and he's out time. there schooling him. Isaiah Thomas finished in an MVP race one year. He did. That was a great year. That was I a great love that, man. Year. He got traded I, next year. Right? I love that, man. I, well, I love Jammer. <laughs> <laughs> he was it. He was it. I saw, I saw it. I saw that he could have been a great NBA talent, but... I was very, very wrong, and I'm finally admitting it. Because even I'm up happy. until last year. It's a big moment. Even up until last year. Even up to that Phoenix shit. I yeah. said, this guy's going to be scoring a lot in Phoenix. Mm. No. Mm. No. It's done. 
But yeah, that's it. That's our list. That's it. That was a great, great list. Did you like the little, you like going down memory lane thinking about of all course. this? I love, this is the only time I feel like these guys get talked about in a podcast too. Like it's not very often that we're podcast like. Podcast with us. Yeah. Like I'd never. We'll, we'll forward it to you, Don Maker. I'm never going to spend more than 10 minutes talking about fucking Hashim Thabit Talk about ever how much, again. how much of a disappointment you guys were. Yeah. We'll, we'll send it all to you personally. And your families. <laughs> they probably made a lot of money. They're fine. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. You want? You have any final thoughts? Oh, are we doing that? If you want. Uh... I'll do mine. My final thought is check out my 32 uh, quarterback or – me ranking all 32 quarterbacks in the league. That's projected starters. I ranked all 32. I talked for an hour and a half by myself in my room. And I put a lot of time in it. So check that out whenever that gets released. I don't really have one. Um, but Kyrie Irving, please shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was, yeah, we're going to dive. Are we going to do another pod with that? If you want to. I'm done. It's 1040. Yeah. It's a little late. And you got to edit this, right? Yeah. We probably should But yeah Keep going Well that's it yeah. I just want to tell him To shut up Also hammer our fucking polls Yeah Oh yeah hammer Shout out to the polls. polls That's Yeah that's a good final thought Retweet the polls Vote in the polls They're getting a lot of votes They're like a 10,000 vote poll I'm on it I'm on it Our, our impressions it. We have like 300,000 Twitter impressions In the last We're month We're getting a shit ton of followers We're getting about yeah. Two or three followers a day Yeah So yeah This is for all the, the New followers too Yeah Please. don't know that we're a podcast. Basically, we just poach other people's content and put polls under it. And that's what I do. <laughs> exactly. And guess what? We and, get thousands of votes. <laughs> and engage with them. Argue with the people that are arguing. There's a lot of stupid people of arguing. People. So. And they all have seven followers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. True. They're all porn accounts. <laughs> you click on their thing and you have to watch their live cams. Yeah. And they're, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but if they're talking, hey, I'm liking their comments. I don't care. <laughs> I'm probably one of their seven followers, too. Jesus. Okay, that's it. So, yeah, thank you guys for joining Check Down with Chase, or PSO Presents Check Down with Chase. PSO Presents Check Down with Chase with Chasey Checkdown. And thanks for coming, Caleb. Glad we had This fun. is my house. I know. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thanks for coming on the fucking pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, spread the word. Spread it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 